You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show. I am your hostess. Yes, today I'm a hostess, Tony Payne. And in today's episode, I am going to be giving you the NFT Crypto Dictionary. All the words that you need to know to navigate the NFT crypto space. So it's an episode that you want to get your pen down for. And I have done my possible best to put them in alphabetical order, not alphabetical order per alphabet, but alphabetical order as all the A words are going to be kept the same, but they're not in order. So bear with me. Okay. All right. And with me today, I brought in my one of my favorite guests, <laughs> Butter Toast, to help me out here because there are so many words that you oh my goodness, that's to take in. So you want to bookmark or like or keep this particular episode very handy. So if you need to go back and figure out what does this mean? What did they say? What did that mean? This episode will help you out. So like I said, I have a special guest with me, Butter Toast of Grand Bazaar Palaces. Welcome, Butter. Are you ready for this? GM, GM. GM, GM. <laughs> there we go. They're like, what is GM, GM? Yeah, is in the spirit cereal? of the topic, yeah, we, we can start off with GM, GM. Is it a cereal? <laughs> it could be. Right? It could be. So yeah. I say CM, CM, because champagneers right. say CM. We don't say GM. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll actually start off with that one. CM, CM, CM. <laughs> All right, Butter, so navigating the NFT space, how has it been, like, with all the terminology? Has it been, like, interesting, easy, hard, or do you have to go back and go, what, is, what does that mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when I first started, it was so confusing uh, because you feel like you're lost. You feel like you have no idea what's going on. Like, some, you know, I, I've never really experienced something like that before. Um, some, something where I just like the language, I mean, they're speaking English, but it's like, what the heck did that person just say? Like, what does floor price mean? Like, what is all this stuff? And just, and now I'm at the point where it's like, uh, you know, I speak the language, so it's, it's, it's a bit easier, but I do remember that time where it was just like, it was like I stepped on Mars, you know? <laughs> when moon. <laughs> yeah. GM, when moon wag me. I know it's almost it actually almost feels like you're speaking another language like sir friend okay so buttered and I are going to be helping you not be in the position that we were in many moons ago (laughs) we're going to be here to give you the NFT and crypto dictionary and we're going to start with one-on-one art so what does one-on-one art mean one-on-one art means one-on-one art. It means art created by creators like photographers, painters, um, 3D artists that are just one piece and not part of a project. So it's just like your regular art that you would get in the gallery, and that is your one-on-one art. 
The next word is altcoin, buttered. Right, altcoins. Um, I think what is typically considered an altcoin are, are coins that are, I guess, layer twos. Um, I don't want to get too far into like the different layers, but layer one coins would be like a Bitcoin or Ethereum. You can think of them as like the top tier coins. And then you have like the layer two coins, which is like, and I, you know, I'm not the best person to be giving this information out, but I think it's like the Solana, the Cardano, um, you know, the, the Tezos type of coins. So isn't Ethereum an altcoin? I, I always thought of it as um, that it was not an altcoin. I thought of it as like Bitcoin and Ethereum were... See, that's how much we love Bitcoin and NFT. So yes, yeah. <laughs> Ethereum is an altcoin. The reason they call it an altcoin is any coin that's not Bitcoin. I guess Bitcoin is the uh, standard, okay. right? And right. Ethereum is not Bitcoin. So any... any um, coin that's not bitcoin is considered an altcoin but we're gonna not put ethereum <laughs> or solana yeah i never okay. knew that you know people kind of like whenever um you know i would i would hear people talk about this some people i hear them you know refer to ethereum uh, not as an altcoin maybe it's slowly becoming considered um, it's own you know, put in that same classification, but I, I, I never knew the official. See, that's the thing is you can, you know, I'm not, definitely not an expert. There's always things to learn. So we're, we're, sure. we're going to be learning together here today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, um, the next word is alpha. I'll take that. So alpha means, um, like the T I'm giving you, like you're listening to the podcast right now. You're getting all the alpha. I'm giving you all the juicy tea, all the little insider secrets and NFTs, even though we don't really have insider secrets, but all the information, like firsthand information, things you need to know, that is what alpha means. All right. So the next word is aped or ape in or to ape in something, um, butter. Yes. Aped in. This is a, this is a word that actually influenced a lot of like the early art that you see in NFT land because ape was actually verbiage used prior to NFTs. So um, this is actually a really good word to learn because it's used by not only NFT people, but uh, crypto people in general. And it's used to refer to people who immediately invest in like cryptocurrency or an NFT without doing thorough research, like you're just so confident after you've learned a bit of information that you just take all your money and you ape it. All right. So we aped into this NFT purchase that we made yesterday. <laughs> so that's using it. And I'm going to start using it in sentences. Oh my goodness, buttered. I aped into the board apes yesterday and I'm <laughs> broke with um, fiat broke. <laughs> a lot of times that's board. how it goes yes. <laughs> well, I, I have a... and I'm broke <laughs> I'm fiat broke <laughs> alright so the next word is blockchain I'll, I can take that um, so a blockchain is pretty much a digital ledger um, I call it a digital receipt book and where your records or transactions are recorded so all the NFT transactions that are being made are recorded on the blockchain 
And these blockchains can be for Ethereum, can be for Solana, can be for um, Tezos. They all have their own blockchains and their transactions or the NFT transactions are recorded on those blockchains. So if I were to put that in a sentence, I would say when I bought my board ape that I actually don't have, it was <laughs> the transaction was recorded on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. All right. Next word, crypto exchange or marketplace. Should I take that or do you want that? I can dig it. Um, a crypto exchange. Uh, there are a couple of them. These, these exchanges are where you purchase the actual cryptocurrency. Um, if you've purchased cryptocurrency on a Robinhood, that is not considered a crypto exchange. And we can go into another terminology here, which is, uh, you don't have the keys to your coins, uh, with like a Robinhood, which means you basically don't own the coins. You don't, they could, it's, it's centralized. They control it. Um, but like a currency or an exchange like a Gemini or a Coinbase Pro or a crypto.com. Um, there's, there's a ton of exchanges out there. This is where you purchase your cryptocurrency and you can transfer your cryptocurrency from there to, you know, your wallet in order to purchase things. All right. We have that coming up too. We're going to tell you what a wallet is and it's not the wallet in the back of your jeans. We're coming up with that in a second. <laughs> so a cold wallet. What is a cold wallet? That's the next word. So a cold wallet is pretty much your cryptocurrency wallet where you store your cryptocurrency or your NFTs, but offline. So we're talking like a ledger. Um, a ledger is a company that makes um, cold wallets. So a cold wallet is not online, right? You don't want to you use the online wallets for transactions, but if you're trying to secure your cryptocurrency or your NFTs and you don't want anybody to hack it, you can store it in a cold wallet, which is an offline wallet where nobody can like, you know, come into your computer and hack and get into your um, cold wallet. And a lot of people, well, it is highly recommended to have a cold wallet, especially if you do have some expensive NFTs or if you have a lot of cryptocurrency, you want to store them if you're going to keep them in the wallet, you want to keep them in an offline wallet. All right. Next word is cryptocurrency. Butter. Oh, this one's easy. I, I can take this one. <laughs> I think. Uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cryptocurrency is, um, I think, you know, if I, I can just say it's, it's like a digital currency that utilizes blockchain technology. Um, Blockchain, blockchain technology is like the backbone of all, you know, all these crypto assets that, you know, we're mentioning like NFTs and cryptocurrency. You know, uh, Tony already mentioned what blockchain technology is. It's, it's a ledger. So cryptocurrency is like, a, you know, a transparent exchange for, uh, you know, this digital currency. All right. Awesome. So centralization is the next word. The next word is centralization. Um, so I can take that, I guess. So centralization is when power is in a central place, right? Um, it's the opposite of the next word, which is decentralization. And decentralization is the distribution of power from a central point requiring, um, majority approval. 
but I'm sure Buttered can help me elaborate on that. Yeah, so that ties into, you know, what we were just mentioning, like the ledger. So the beauty of cryptocurrency and kind of like the ethos, you know, behind it is, is the decentralization um, of cryptocurrency. And, and we're currently not at a fully decentralized state, technically, um, because we have to get our currency from these exchanges and those exchanges are not decentralized. So the system is still in the process of becoming decentralized. However, um, the process of exchanging this currency is, is, uh, in some ways decentralized, meaning there's no middleman that there's no bank. The ledger is completely, uh, decentralized. It's, um, you know, there's the blockchain technology is, um, it's provided through like a bunch of different computers, guessing random numbers, uh, contributing to the blockchain to help process these transactions. So in that way, we don't have to rely on a bank to be like, all right, yeah, you want to send this person money? Give us, we, we're taking a couple dollars. It's going to take three days. Um, there's none of that. You just send your money to Jim or whoever. And uh, <laughs> it happens pretty instantly, depending on what application you're using. And if you're on Ethereum, Jim charges you like $20. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, why don't I use a bank again? <laughs> yeah. Freaking Jim, man. I know, man. Being a rebel is expensive. <laughs> All right. The next word is DeFi, decentralized finance. Um, Butter? DeFi, man. Uh, I didn't really dive too deep into, into DeFi, but decentralized finance is... I can get that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, I would say you it. go first. So you've already explained DeFi. <laughs> like you totally explained DeFi yeah, just yeah. now. So it's financial yeah. activities that don't use a bank. So exactly what you just said about decentralization. So decentralized finance is pretty much the same thing is financial um, activities that don't use a financial institution or a bank or um, I don't want to say a middleman because we still have miners um, that process the transaction or the record the transaction, but it doesn't use a bank or financial institution, which is a little tricky because couldn't we consider um, maybe a marketplace like Coinbase Pro, a financial institution? Could we consider them that or no? Yeah, I mean, I think that's why some people argue that uh, cryptocurrency is not truly decentralized yet. Um, but you know, it's, it's, a, it's an emerging technology, like um, becoming, truly decentralized, um, you know, requires, you know, no, no financial institutions that are, con you know, controlling or contributing to the or ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I know it's, 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 it's a little tricky. I guess, you know, as time goes on, all these things would be more definite. Um, and that brings me to the next word, D apps. I call them dApps. Dap, give me a dap. Uh, <laughs> so decentralized applications, kind of still the same as decentralized finance, right? So they're applications that are used on the blockchain. Um, so decentralized finance uses decentralized applications to complete its transactions. So they decentralization, decentralized finance, decentralized applications, they all work hand in hand um, in crypto and in NFTs. Okay. All right, the next word is D-list. You want to get this, Buttered? Yes. Yeah, so 
um, when you have an NFT, when you own an NFT, you have the ability to list this NFT for a, a price that you that you want. Um, so once this NFT is li- listed at a certain price, sometimes what happens is projects start to catch fire and then people start to message each other, delist, delist, which <laughs> means take your NFT off of the market for that price you put it at uh, because you might be able to get some more money for it. Yes. And just recently, a lot of people got their um, board apes swiped because they forgot to delist before transferring it into um, a cold wallet. And then when they, I don't know, mistakenly <laughs> transferred it back, somebody yeah. just whoop, swiped it and it was gone for the price that they listed it months ago, which was not the current value of their apes. Um, so let's say I listed my ape six months ago for like six ETH and I forgot to, or I, you know, delisted and I moved it into a cold wallet and then I decide to, um, move it back, but I'm planning to, um, list it for a hundred ETH. Um, there are some people that are taking advantage of that, like bad players that are looking for people that forgot to delist. So if you don't have plans, to sell anymore, make sure you delist and make sure you delist and cancel your listing before you move it to another wallet or anywhere because that listing will still be active in the background um, on the blockchain. Gotta yeah, be that careful. was that was brutal to watch. I mean, we I were know. watching people's apes get sold for like 0.77 and these things are going for 200 plus ETH, you know. Um, so and there's nothing those they people can do. missed out. Yeah. yeah that was brutal. And I think uh, OpenSea started to uh, provide like a troubleshooting for this issue. Mm-hmm. So now they show you all your, your NFTs that are listed for listed. what price. Because sometimes when you list uh, an NFT for a certain price, uh, you what people can do is you list it for a price and then you can from there keep lowering the price. So what you're doing is you're essentially creating multiple listings. Exactly. And what some people would do is only cancel one of those listings and not realize that once you cancel that listing, it just goes to the listing that you had before, before that. Yeah. Which is, which is not good because you know, that's what, ha- that's what happened to some people and some people so were able to, yeah. So if you're listing, make sure you cancel the cheapest listing first and then move on up to the most expensive <laughs> one or else you're, <laughs> you're running the risk of, um, Somebody's snatching up your expensive NFT for, you know, one hundredth of the price. I would have cried. Yeah. I'm sorry. I would have probably. Yeah. <laughs> my God. I would have thrown it. It hurts, me. right? It, it, it hurts our hearts to watch that happen because it's oh, like it, 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 it that does. can happen to anybody. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah, yeah. But and you know, we learn. We you know, sometimes we learn from other people's mistakes, unfortunately, and yeah. um, it's made me even more careful. Um, I don't have things that I'm not ready to lose listed anyways. Oh my so god! Yeah. I'm, but now I'm super, super care. Like I triple check everything now because of all yep. the things that have been going on. Because people will find loopholes and take advantage of the loopholes. So you obviously have to be on your toes, you know, and make sure you're um, staying up to date with information like the ones we're providing you now. 
Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The next word is diamond hands. I'll, I'm going to take this one because I have queen For diamond sure. hands. You do. Diamond hands mean somebody that just does not let go of their either their crypto or their NFT. Like you're like one of those people that own um, Barbie from like 1957. <laughs> You're a diamond hand if you still own a 19 something Barbie. Okay. So diamond hand pretty much means, um, somebody that holds on to their crypto or holds on to their NFT, your diamond hands. And that's, I think I'm a diamond hands. I have some NFTs that I probably have zero plans to sell or I'm diamond handing for a couple of years. Um, yeah, so the next word is D-Gen. I'll let you take that, my D-Gen friend. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I would say D-Gen is, is not completely synonymous to, to, to being or saying ape or like aping in or being an ape, um, but it is, it is pretty similar. But D-Gen is short for being a degenerate, and that is what we refer to ourselves because obviously – we understand what we're doing here. Uh, we're, we're trading JPEGs for ridiculous <laughs> prices, you know? And so it's, it's so ridiculous. And we recognize that, that we're, we're almost admitting that like, yeah, I'm a degenerate, but like, we're proud of it. You know, we're wearing it like a, like a badge. There is nothing wrong with trading JPEGs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, this trading JPEGs is actually a good thing. That is the beauty of technology and, you know, movement though, right? You know, I'm sure way back in um, the 1800s before the Renaissance, people were like, oh, who's going to buy art for, you know, something that's splashed on a canvas? What the heck is that? You know, and then it became a thing. So I think um, trading JPEGs is a thing and it's here to stay. So yeah, thank you, exactly. <laughs> I mean, people are buying clothes for their... Fortnite character for ridiculous prices or exactly. so it's just like it I mean it's not twenty thousand dollars or anything but um you know pe people are using their money to purchase things that just seem ridiculous all over the place it's this is not the only area where people or industry where people are doing that ridiculous is relative my friend <laughs> That's true. That's true. Your She's Fortnite really costumes are sick, Donnie. Don't <laughs> say that in the Fortnite crowd. Like you guys are. Yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're going to tell you when moon and send you to the moon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So next word is Discord. I'll take that. Discord is pretty much an app used in NFTs by NFT communities to gather. That's probably the best description. Um, for Discord, you can have a community, build your community in Discord, um, have your NFTs verified in Discord if you're part of a community. Um, they have Discord stages where you can have um, chat and um, voice chat, sorry. Um, what else can you do in Discord? There's so many things you can do in Discord, but regarding crypto and NFTs, I think the main thing for me with Discord is like you can verify who owns your token. If you're um, a project or if you, even if you're an artist, like I do it, I'm an artist and I have um, people who collect my art, you know, verify that they are one of my collectors um, using Discord. All right. So next word is derivative. That's yes. pretty easy. Go ahead. That's real. Okay. <laughs> Derivatives are 
basically um, art that is, and I'm going to be, I'm going to use a, uh, you know, a, a kind word here, <laughs> art that is inspired by previous projects. So let's say you have the Board Ape Yacht Club, right? And then you have like somebody create the Excited Ape Yacht Club or something like that. Uh, or it doesn't have to be that, you know, that on the nose. It could just be art that looks very similar to the Board Ape Yacht Club. Uh, but uses different traits. So we consider those, those projects derivatives. And there's a lot of debate on what is a derivative, what's not a derivative. Um, and derivatives are treated differently. So, you know, some people consider them projects that are mainly good for flipping, but then, you know, randomly some of these derivative projects, uh, create like a really strong community. And they maintain their value and end up being NFTs that you want to hold. So, um, yeah, derivatives can be uh, can be a good thing. Absolutely, I've seen um, one for it's called Expanded Punks. They seem like they're doing really well, and they were a derivative of the actual Crypto Punks, you know. Um, and uh, their community is pretty strong, you know. So yeah, that's one case of a derivative that um, is doing pretty okay. All right, next word is D-Y-O-R, do your own research. That's self-explanatory. So do we need to explain that? I think it's self-explanatory. Yeah, I think, research. I think, yeah. Do your it's, own it's research. It's pretty, but we can talk about how important it is and why, why we say it, you know, it's just like, it's because so many people come up to us and they're like, like everybody listening to this podcast, you are D-Y-O-R-ing right now. Exactly. So congratulations to you. You're not going up to people saying, what are NFTs? Like, tell me everything. Feed me the information. You're doing your own research about NFTs. And you're also hopefully doing your own research when it comes to projects. Don't just take somebody's word for it, uh, which happens a lot. And I do that a lot. So I'm hypocritical <laughs> just for saying that. But um, do as I, uh, do as I say, yeah, not as I yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, because, you know, doing research is pretty exhausting, but it, it's very helpful. And even sometimes when you do your research, it doesn't work out. So it's just like, it's better to do your own research, though. So you, Or you just know. listen to the NFT talk show podcast. Where exactly. Where we do all the research for you. Yes, yes, <laughs> precisely. Yes. All right. So next word is additions. Um, so additions pretty much means when you have one-on-one -on -one art, but that one-on-one -on -one art has like multiple additions. It's still the same, like, um, let me see. Let's use print as an example. If you have one picture and you have multiple copies of it. So in NFTs, you can have one image and multiple transactions or multiple NFTs of that one picture, but they're called additions. So it's not like you're gonna create one NFT, one NFT, one NFT, no. You're just going to create one NFT and have it be different editions of that particular NFT. And what will set them apart are each one gets its own um, transaction on the blockchain. So that's what editions are. Ethereum, the almighty yes, currency Ethereum. of NFTs. Ethereum. We, we love Ethereum. Now, I'm not a maxi of anything, to be honest. Like, I love Ethereum. I think Bitcoin is great. Um, you know, I'm open to all different types of crypto tech. Um, so yes, but, but I do have a special place for Ethereum 
<laughs> because <laughs> it's the currency that I use the most. And so Ethereum is a cryptocurrency. It's a cryptocurrency with um, a robust programming language that, uh, that it's tied to. Uh, so what you can do with something like Ethereum is write, write up these smart contracts. So it, it adds utility. These smart contracts are what are used to create and, um, you know, support the whole NFT system. So that's, that's why Ethereum is used for NFTs because it's, it's got a robust program, programming language called Solidity. Um, and this, this programming language can be used to write these smart contracts, which these smart contracts can be used to exchange, sell, um, you know, purchase NFTs, things like NFTs. Awesome. That's, I couldn't have explained it better. <laughs> I've done I, it a bunch of times. No, you did good. You did good. Uh, thank you, thank so you. next word is friend, F-R-E-N, friend. So friend means if I say GM friend, friend is just like mm-hmm. a, a NFT version of friend. Um, yeah, if you're on NFT Twitter or NFT anywhere and somebody tells you friend, that means you're my friend. Okay. You're my NFT friend. <laughs> All right. Next word is floor price. Floor price is essentially people consider the floor price, the, the real value of your NFT. So NFTs sometimes for like a a PFP project or PFP stands for profile picture project. It's what you see like the board apes or the cool cats. It's like image of like a little, uh, a picture of like an animal or whatever that, you know, you put as your profile picture for Twitter or whatever. Uh, floor price is essentially how we determine the real value because that is the, the price at which you're most likely going to be able to sell your NFT. So you could have like a really, uh, low rarity NFT or like a mid tier rarity NFT. Um, but they're essentially kind of almost like the same price because you're not really likely to be able to sell that mid rarity NFT for like above that floor price. Cause people typically are just looking at the floor price or looking at the very highest, uh, of like rarity. So that's why I recommend. If you're buying an NFT, avoid looking in the middle because the floor price is your your liquidity price. That's what you can most likely get out of your NFT if you wanted to sell it now. And in terms of buying, I will say the floor price is the least amount you can get an NFT for for that particular project or for that particular collection. Mm-hmm. And floor price is usually attached to a collection um, of more than one um, NFT in um, the collection. Um, but yes, there's one word, but I'm going to give that word at the end of the show. So you have to keep listening to get this one word <laughs> that you have to know the meaning of to even be in the NFT space at all. If you don't know the meaning of this word, you, you're not even, no, 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 you're not supposed to. <laughs> but we're going to see after last. Okay. Suspense. Can we get some suspense? <laughs> yeah. I'm drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> drum roll suspense. Yeah. All right. Next word is FOMO. So FOMO, the, you know, the next two, I'm going to take the next two words because they're two of my Go favorite words. <laughs> they make me laugh so much. FOMO. <laughs> FOMO is fear of missing out just self-explanatory you see an nft and you're like oh 
um, if I don't buy it, maybe it's going to sell out. Or if I don't buy it, maybe I'll be priced out or I can't afford it anymore. Or everybody's going to get it before me. So that's pretty much what FOMO is, fear of missing out. And I always tell people, do not ever FOMO into anything. And always D-Y-O-R, do your own research. Okay, see, you already know these terms as you're coming along with me. I just said D-Y-O-R and you knew what I meant. You're doing good. <laughs> you're doing good. Thank you, listeners. You guys are true DJs now. I know, right? <laughs> so the <laughs> well, you next wait till word, the end. You got to use yeah, You got to wait till the end for that <laughs> magic word. That magic yeah. word that everybody like this word. Yeah. I don't want to say what it is, but this word is that one word that everybody in NFTs must know. Like if you don't oh, know man. that word, you're not. I mean, I don't know how you even got into NFTs. If you I'm super. I'm super excited for this word, man. <laughs> You're curious? Yeah. Oh, all right, we're getting there. <laughs> all right, the next word is FUD. So FUD is like when you try to bad talk something like, you know, oh, that project um, is not going to, it's going to tank. So you're like pretty much fudding the project. You're bad mouthing something or trying to um make it look bad so that's what fud is um i don't know if buttered has another definition for fud apart from oh that. yeah that yeah fear uncertainty and doubt um people yeah they just they just use it to uh refer to people who are who are kind of spreading negativity um you know, or doubt about the, the potential of a project. And, you know, people usually are like, Hey man, don't FUD my project. Don't FUD my bags. It's cause like they're holding on to that NFT and they're hoping that, you know, you're not going to be spreading uh, information that could possibly devalue their, their assets. Uh, so FUD, yeah, be careful, be careful out there. <laughs> careful. Don't let anybody FUD your bags. And we missed bags. Bags is just like the, your, what you hold, the value of the right. NFTs you hold, the, your NFTs are your bags, right? Kind of like, right. you know, same with regular dollar lingo, like my bags, that's what it is. <laughs> um, my NFTs are my bags, like my, my income, my value, my, um, assets. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for, your assets. All <laughs> right. So go ahead. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saying. <laughs> so the next two words tie into each other. So I'll let you take them. Um, gas okay. and gas wars. Oh, man, I have to take gas. <laughs> you do. I'm, I'm about to flood all NFTs right now. <laughs> My least favorite thing. Flood the ecosystem. No, so. I know. Let's so this one pertains. <laughs> right. This is flooding Ethereum, basically, because with Ethereum, you know, like we said, um, cryptocurrency uses the blockchain. The blockchain is a ledger, right? And the people contributing to the ledger uh, to record these transactions are all these miners. These miners are using these computers that are guessing random numbers. And when their their computers guess the correct uh, set of numbers, they're, re they're rewarded with completing the transaction. And they're also rewarded with uh, transaction fees that the person paying for the transaction is paying for it. And that comes in the form of gas. Uh, gas fees can get very high because the way gas fees work is the higher amount of gas you're willing to pay, um, the quicker your transaction will be processed. You get automatically placed at the top of the list if you have like the most highest gas fee proposed uh, in your transaction. So what ends up happening is all these people 
are, you know, going, trying to get above each other and before each other. So what ends up happening if a lot of people are, you know, minting an NFT project, let's say like a big NFT project, like the Board Yacht Club, uh, you know, started minting something, then a bunch of people go on there and then the gas prices start to rise and that becomes a huge issue. And it's always been a huge issue with the Ethereum ecosystem. However, this is what has um, kind of facilitated the growth of different cryptocurrencies like Solana. Uh, for example, this, this is a, a cryptocurrency that you can also purchase and create NFTs on. And the gas fees for using the Solana cryptocurrency is much, much less. And the transactions are much quicker. So people are hoping that Ethereum can step it up. Uh, they're supposed to be upgrading Ethereum, but some people are debating on whether or not that will help the gas prices that much. So, you know, it, it's difficult to say, but Ethereum NFTs are not a cheap game. Sometimes you end up paying more for just the transaction fee or the, the gas than the actual NFT. So mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> and it leads to gas wars. And gas wars is right. when a bunch of people are trying to get the same NFT and some people will change their um, the amount they're willing to pay for gas really high so that their transaction gets picked up first. And if you find yourself in the gas war, you can lose um, money. You can lose some ETH in the gas war and still not get the NFT. So nobody likes the gas war. And a lot of projects yeah. are starting to um, leave the public mint situation alone because it creates gas wars and they do priority listing instead. Um, yeah. That way nobody's fighting for a spot because you already have a pre-assigned spot. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the past when these, these techniques such as like using uh, exclusive lists to reduce the amount of people minting your project at the same time to prevent these gas wars, before that was happening, there were, you know, people like 10,000, 20,000 people trying to mint a project. I think when I first got into NFTs, the, the stoner cats, the, the project by Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher were, you know, garnering mm -hmm. a lot of hype because of the hype that they carry as celebrities. So uh, a lot of people were trying to mint and which caused these insane gas fees. So like these gas fees are sometimes like $20,000. So what happened is people were clicking so fast that they agreed to like a $20,000 gas fee. <laughs> and because so many people were minting at the same time, their transaction ended up failing. But what ends up happening when, you're, when your transaction fails, you still end up paying the gas. So people would end up with no NFTs and completely empty their wallet through just paying gas. So it's uh, that was brutal. That's brutal. So, I would have cried. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad it didn't happen to me. Yeah, I, I, I avoid um, anything that's going to put me in the gas war. Um, if I'm not on a priority list, I'll just sit tight and wait for secondary. Um, and that's another word we're going to go over. Um, it's in the S. <laughs> we're still on G. <laughs> Are you you doing good? You need some water, <laughs> yeah. some butter. <laughs> I got my LaCroix. I got my LaCroix. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bear with this, you know, I, I initially wanted to make this two parts because I knew it was going to be long, but I figured, you know what, let's knock it out um, in one yeah, part and get it done, get it done. It's it's a necessity um, to navigate the NFT, um, NFT space. And like I said, there's one more word that I will be given at the end of the show that you need, absolutely need this word to even be in NFTs 
at all. Okay. All right. So the next word is GMI. GMI. Yeah, you can go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. So um, I guess GMI is usually tied to either. And let me know if, if you want me to go over WAGMI. Um, and, it was coming up, but you know what? Let's, let's just oh, okay, do both. Okay. You might as well, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess I can just go over the base. Uh, so, so GMI is going to make it. So sometimes people use it for, we're all going to make it. You're not going to make it. But GMI is usually like, uh, you know, saying like, oh, you're going to make you're it. You're going to make it. So when you see somebody say GMI, that means you're going to make it. And the next word is GM. GM. I don't say GM. I say CM because champagners say CM. <laughs> you're a champagner too. That's so you've got to say CM. <laughs> <laughs> so what is GM? When you when you see somebody, somebody asked me one time on Twitter, what is this CM you keep saying? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's an it's another word for GM. And oh, GM, like good morning. But can you explain that to our listeners what GM is? So GM is usually um, the way. NFT people will greet each other for their first message of the day. Uh, typically, you know, it's in, it's in the morning for whatever time zone they're in. Uh, a lot of the times it isn't for the people that wake up a little bit later. Uh, I definitely sometimes in the afternoon, I haven't really, you know, uh, interacted with anybody in NFT land. And it's like in the afternoon, I still sometimes say GM realizing it's in the afternoon. But, but yeah, that's, it stands for good morning. Uh, yeah, it's a, you'll see a lot of tweets that start off with "Good morning," blah 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 blah. So GM every day of the every day of the um, week, GM every hour, <laughs> every every moment in um, NFT land is a GM or CM because you're listening to the NFT talk show. You have to say CM because you're like um, an honorary champagner just for being a listener. So it's CM, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it would be cool if you guys, you know, helped us spread it. I know. We can create our own lingo. <laughs> the the NFT talk show champagner dictionary. And <laughs> <laughs> where we say CM instead of GM because we got to stand out. <laughs> All right. Next word is HODL, H-O-D-L. Um, that pretty much means the same thing that diamond hands means hold on for dear life. So meaning you're holding on to your NFT or your crypto for as long as you can. You're not planning to sell. You're not planning to get rid of it anytime soon. So people like diamond hands, people like diamond hands. Um, some people don't because they like secondary, um, sales, <laughs> but most people like diamond hands because that means that you're very, very invested in the NFT or the project or the crypto and you're a big fan. All right. Next I word. Know. Huh? I didn't, I didn't know that one. I didn't know it, it, it was, uh, hold on for dear life. I just thought people were like jokingly. Switching oh, no. around the letters and the word hold, hold because of uh -huh. like Dogecoin. I thought that came from like, you know, the, the, you know, the classic joke of like a dog who can speak English, like messing up the language and just like, Oh, like, oh, uh, like, so I thought, like, just like, oh, because like a dog can't say hold or something. <laughs> like Scooby Doo say, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it means hold on for dear life. 
Um, <laughs> so, and I think it's more of a crypto term that kind of spilled into NFTs. I think crypto For and sure. NFTs, obviously, because they're literally almost, they're hand in hand. So a lot of the terminology is yeah. kind of um, the same. Um, same, same. You've seen those memes with the Spider-Man? Same, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all came from the crypto world, right? And, and exactly. A lot of the, the lingo carried over. It, exactly, it did carry over. Um, so the next word is hot wallet. So, um, Buttered, you can go ahead. For sure. So, um, hot wallet is essentially your live wallet. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a wallet that is, like, I guess... Is digital. It's it's connected to your computer. You you know you sign on. So an example of this is the MetaMask wallet. Your wallet. You just uh, enter in your password. If you already have the seed phrase and everything established, you signed on. Uh, usually, what you you have to do is just um, you know put your password in. Your your wallet is connected, and your wallet is able to connect to you know certain websites that allow you to mint, or if you want to verify that you own an nft like like in tony's discord you can hop into the discord you click uh on you know verify that i'm holding a champagner's nft and there's a program that you connect your hot wallet to it looks through your wallet identifies okay you hold this champagner's nft now you get verified this role as an official champagner um yeah. And it's not like, <laughs> like, what is hot wallet? It's not, you know, it's not hot, like literally. <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard, heard hot wallet cold, I'm like, okay, is it, does it mean it's hot? Like, <laughs> it can get confusing. Like, which is hot? Always remember, hot wallet is online. Cold wallet is offline. I kept having to tell myself that hot wallet online, cold wallet offline. Yeah. <laughs> Hot wallet is your MetaMask and Coinbase. Hold wallet is like your ledgers, the one that, you know, is not attached to your computer. And it's just like a device, like a hard drive. You know, that's what your, um, that's what your, see, I almost got it confused again. Your cold wallet, your cold wallet is <laughs> offline. And your wallet pretty much is where you store your cryptocurrency. So it's like your wallet where you put your dollars in, but it's not physical. It's an actual online digital wallet where you store all your cryptocurrency. Yeah, all right, next word. Next word is IRL. <sighs> so let me make a sense. I just, I, I, I want to make a sentence out of this. So the other day I was talking to my IRL friends about NFTs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> pat myself on the back. <laughs> Great sentence. I pat myself on the back for that one. All right. So IRL pretty much just means in real life. So in NFTs and crypto, we believe we belong to the metaverse. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are living in the metaverse, right? And then everybody that's not doing NFTs or into NFTs, they're your friends in real life. Things you do outside of the metaverse, things you do outside of NFTs is considered in real life. Like your in real life friends, my in real life car, my in real life TV, if it's not an NFT. <laughs> you can buy cars as an NFT, right? My in real life, whatever it is. Um, if I bought a flower NFT and I have an in real life flower, my IRL flower, which is my NFT flower. All right. 
<laughs> so next word is looks rare. Looks rare, yeah. Um, is that referring to the new marketplace or no. just like that? Yeah, okay. actually, there is a new marketplace right. called Looks Rare, but the original Looks Rare. Right. Okay. So um, I think I know which one. What this is is basically like when you when you're minting NFTs, um, and this is probably another term we'll go over. But when you're when you're buying an NFT before the NFT is generated. Um, Typically, everybody's waiting for their NFT to reveal, right? So these NFTs are being randomly generated. And, and once they reveal, you look at your NFT and you see some traits and you send it to your friend because you see a trait that you think looks rare and you say, oh, wow, looks rare. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> My art looks rare. <laughs> yes. It's a compliment, yeah. right? My photography looks rare. <laughs> it is rare because it's mine. <laughs> exactly. All right. LFG. So because we're keeping it clean, we're not going to um, go into the okay. the full meaning of, of LFG. But LFG is like, you know, when you're excited and you want to cheer a friend on and you say, let's go. You know what the F stands <laughs> for. We're, we're keeping it kind of pg 90 <laughs> percent. in case there's some young ones who want to learn about nft you don't want to put any bad words right that's true <laughs> all right so lfg is let's uh-uh you know go all right liquidity um butter right liquidity so liquidity and this ties into floor price which we've already gone over it's it's the, your ability to basically liquefy your hard asset, your NFT. So if you want some Ethereum and you're like, man, I, I need some Ethereum. I want to sell this NFT. Uh, that NFT has a certain level of liquidity. Sometimes what ends up happening is if you hodl an NFT for too long, the liquidity of that NFT dissipates. So what you want to do is make sure that, you know, if you're, one of the projects you bought into isn't doing so hot. You know, you, you get your liquidity now before it becomes something that nobody will even buy from you. Because eventually, if it's an NFT that nobody even wants, then you're not going to be able to uh, get any liquidity out of that. So, All right. So, yeah, look, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, basically, it's, it's your ability to get your, your money out of an NFT. Liquid assets, pretty much. It's, it's still the same. You know, it's... It's funny, like when you really think about it, it's the same as what we're doing IRL. <laughs> I had to say that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know, it is. Because yeah, you know, when you buy and sell stuff and you you could liquidate whatever it is that you're selling, it's the same concept, right? Exactly. All right. So next word is moon. Moon. Moon, yes. Mooning is <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like we're going to the moon, right? We'll take for hop <laughs> yeah, not that mooning. <laughs> uh, but th we're keeping a PG. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but essentially, it's like we're hopping on the rocket ship and we're going to the moon, saying that like, uh, like the, the chart, if your NFT was like a chart, your chart is going up all the way up to the moon, right? So yeah. 
that that's what mooning is, is referring to. Like, so um, we're, we're taking off, we're yeah, going right. higher. So if my NFT, if I got an NFT at 0.1 ETH and it goes all the way to like 10 ETH, that NFT really mooned. So I could, oh, yeah. I could say, oh, I bought a lazy lion for 0.5 and two, two days later, it mooned to three ETH. Okay, that's the way to use it in a sentence. All right, next word, mint. So um, I'll let Butter take this. Right, I, I kind of touched on it just a couple words ago, mm -hmm. but um, minting, minting is the cheapest way to get into an NFT project. Well, specifically in a PFP NFT project. So profile picture NFT projects. Typically what happens is uh, because these NFTs are become are randomly generated, um, you have the opportunity to pay a certain amount of Ethereum. It's usually a, the smallest amount uh, that that project hopefully uh, is. So it's like usually mint for around like 0 0.02, 0 0.035 Ethereum, which ends up being like 100 to 200 to 300 dollars. Um, and you're, you're essentially paying the money to have this NFT randomly generated. It's like opening up a new basketball pack rather than buying the basketball card off the secondary market. So you don't know what you're going to get. So there's that lure of like, oh, I might mint something rare. So minting a project is getting an early uh, purchasing. You know, you can sometimes you can purchase like 10 up to 10 of them. Sometimes it's really exclusive and they'll only let you purchase one. Uh, but yeah, it's essentially paying for like an unveiled NFT. All right. Next word. Um, I think we covered this a little bit um, is mining. So we'll just go. Um, I'll just briefly say what mining is. Mining is pretty much when a miner is recording or logging transactions on the blockchain. And that's what mining is. Um, I think you covered it a little a little moon ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Next word is NGMI, NGMI, which is also not going to make it. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are going to make it because you are oh, yeah. D-Y-O-R in right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. So NGMI <laughs> just pretty much means not going to make it. Like somebody that says, oh, NFTs are crap, not going to make it. <laughs> or, or hey i didn't listen to the nft talk show not gonna make not it not gonna make it <laughs> yeah you don't listen to the nft talk show not gonna make it <laughs> That's just, you know it's just nft slang um crypto slang not gonna make it. it it can be used in um you know fun um not necessarily telling somebody they're not actually gonna make it because <laughs> that would not be very nice um but yeah next word is normie I wanted to, I, I, I had to add yeah, this. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony loves this word. I do, I do. So <laughs> I'm going to just use it in a sentence, okay? Because, you know, when I said IRL, I kind of did cover right. what normie technically meant as well, but I'm going to use it right, in a right. sentence. So the other day I went to um, have some coffee with my normie friends and we talked about NFTs for the first time. That is a sentence. So normie just means like normal people that are not us in the NFT community. <laughs> Why do we do this? 
<laughs> the first time I heard that word, I cracked up so bad. I was like, normie. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I know. It's like, your normie friend. It sounds kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, normies. Sorry. <laughs> normies are people that are not in NFTs, that are not trading NFTs or a crypto, um, don't know nothing about NFTs, don't know nothing about crypto. And sometimes you... Or like, oh, I'm going to hang out with my normie friends. So what are we going to talk about? You can't talk about NFTs or you have to start explaining <laughs> NFTs to your normie friends. So that's another sentence. Um, but yeah, that's right. what a normie is. A normie could be a noob as well. And noob is the next word. Yeah. Or, or a muggle too. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, if you want to go Harry Potter with it. I think that's a little bit more derogatory sounding though. So I don't know if a lot of people what use it. What is a it. muggle? Muggle is like uh, in Harry Potter when they would refer refer. <laughs> to the people who weren't wizards, you know, they'd be like, oh, they're a muggle. Like oh, a shoot. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's basically, wow. um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. But so congratulations kinda... <laughs> to everybody listening to the podcast. You're officially not a normie. You're not a normie. So, yeah. Congrats. Because you have D-Y-O-R right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, next word is NFA, not financial advice. So not financial advice is like our little disclaimer. So when I'm doing the podcast, everything you have listened to is not financial advice because I am not a financial analyst or a financial advisor. Only a financial advisor can give you financial advice. We are people with experience in the NFT community. So we tell you based on our personal experiences, but it's not financial advice. And we always tell you to D-Y-O-R. You know what D-I-O-R is. I'm not going to tell you. If you missed that, then you have to rewind the episode. <laughs> All right. So the next word is, hmm, OG. That's a point. You know what? We know what an OG is. Like, you know, people that got here first. Um, right. And that's a common term. Next word is probably nothing. Eight. Yeah, probably nothing. So usually used uh, when referring to something that is probably something, right? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> somebody like retweets uh, the Adidas Sport 8 partnership and in their tweet, they put up probably nothing, essentially saying like, hey, this is definitely something uh, that should not be ignored. And it seems like, you know, it, it's coming from the fact that like, I think a lot of people doubt the NFT space that we kind of have this chip on our shoulder where we're like, you know, when news like that comes out where we're getting attention and partnerships from these major corporations, it's like, Oh, probably nothing. <laughs> like, you know, the Kermit sipping his tea type of attitude. <laughs> I like that word too. It's another one of my favorites. Probably nothing. Me too. You know, it's probably nothing that you're listening to the NFT talk show. <laughs> All right. Next word is PFP. You want to get that? You want me to take? Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. So I, I've already said it like multiple times. My bad. I'm, PFP is a, a profile picture project. It's one of the categories of NFTs. So like, you know, Tony earlier mentioned one of one projects. Uh, profile picture projects is another one that, um, you know, I think when people think of NFTs, they mainly think of PFP projects or profile picture projects. Um, so like the Board Ape Yacht Club, the Cool Cats, the Mori's, uh, any, 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 uh, project that is like 
surrounded around like having like a character that represents you in your profile picture. All right. So that's a profile. So when you see PFP project, that's what that means. Profile picture project. All right. Next word. I feel like we're doing the game show at this point. The next word is Jeffrey. Yes, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's such a good idea. Like, I know, right? NFT game show. NFT game show. Oh my God. All right. I know. So we should. We next should episode. Give- we should give out prizes at this point, right? If you're listening, oh, yeah, awesome. I might just have a prize for you at the end of the, you know, I might do that. Let me do that. Let me do that. All right, if yes, you're can listening. Can I be your like sidekick? You'd be a great <laughs> host, you know, like, and I can be your like, uh, I, I'll like reveal all the suitcases or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Guess the value of this NFT or something. Guess the value of this NFT. That actually would be yeah. a dope. Wait, anybody listening, don't steal our idea. <laughs> yeah, wait, you got to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Guess the value of this. I like that. I, I think we should. I totally love that idea. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And you could win an NFT. But yes. people will cheat because all they have to do is go on OpenSea and <laughs> go That's look. true. Yeah, that's true. All right. So um, next word is P-L-E-B. Is it pleb? Pleb. <laughs> You're already laughing. because you. Yeah. It's, it's such a, a funny word. word. <laughs> what? It is. It's a derogatory word. It's, it's kind of mean. But uh, I think the full word is plebeian. Or, you know, it, it's, it's basically, uh, like a lower, like if, if NFTs were like a, like we had a caste system or something, <laughs> plebeians are like, you know, surf level or something like that. You know, it's like referring to somebody being like, oh, you're a pleb, you're, you're a lower than. Like, you know, nothing about NFTs. Nobody, we're not, we're, we're, we're yeah, nice yeah. around here. So we're not we going to call anybody. Yeah. So if somebody calls you a, um, a plebe, but just, Come to me and tell me. I'll help. I'll fight. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't fight. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Next word is rug. The oh, uh, <laughs> you want to avoid yeah. this one? Yeah. This 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 word hits home, you know, because I I there's projects out there that make actual like rug art, and my project being <laughs> one of them. So. This word is like something that I hope we can change, but it, I don't know if we could do that because it's so strong in the whole cryptocurrency uh, system. Like rug is referred to like a project, you know, it could be a, just a token or cryptocurrency project or an NFT project that essentially a lot of people buy into. And what ends up happening is that person, the head of the project or the team behind the project ends up uh, bailing on the project and leaving everybody uh, empty-handed, like um, basically a big scam. Pulling the rug from underneath people. Exactly. The only rug we like are your rugs, butter. Sweet, yeah. Good Thank rugs. you. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like to say when you buy one of our rugs, uh, you just got rugged, but in a good way. In a good way. They won't. The, yeah. the rugs won't rug you. <laughs> exactly. All right, next word is roadmap. Roadmaps, yes. So what, you know, there's so many different NFT projects. What is, what separates all these projects from each other? It's, uh, it's the utility. It's like, what do I get from purchasing this NFT? And usually a NFT project will put out a roadmap 
essentially showing you what they plan on doing at each milestone uh, of their, their, their primary sales. So let's say at like 20% sales, they're going to do a t-shirt giveaway. At 50% sales, they're going to do a charitable giveaway. At like 100% sales, they're going to build like a game or something like that. And that is a roadmap. So a roadmap is just kind of like um, the project goals, pretty much. All right. The exactly. next, the next word. This is one of the, this is another one I like. Is right click save. So right click save or right click savers um, is when somebody goes, oh, I can just right click save your NFT and it's mine. And people that say that are called right click savers. Um, are people that assume they own an NFT just by saving it on the computer. Uh, not smart. NGMI, not going to make it. <laughs> exactly. And if not you want to make somebody hurt, hurt like an NFT person's feelings, even though we pretend like it, it doesn't hurt our feelings, you just <laughs> become a right-click saver, you know? I, I think it's super funny. But it does. it is kind of annoying because, like, the logic behind it isn't, doesn't actually make any sense. Um, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think right click savers are just trolls. They just like to troll oh, yeah. NFT, um, people. Exactly. And then you tell them not going to make it. <laughs> you yeah. have that mentality. You're probably not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're probably a pleb and you're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Sorry. Only, only, uh, only trolls deserve that kind of <laughs> language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the next word is smart contract. I think you went over that a little bit when we were talking earlier, but um, if you want to go over it just like briefly again, that's fine. Yeah, so a smart contract is um, like the technology behind NFTs. It's essentially um, a contract that is programmed to say, okay, this person wants to purchase an NFT. They, they mint an NFT for 0.02 Ethereum. So the person interacts with the contract, pays them the 0.02, then the contract goes, okay, they paid me. Now we're going to send his wallet or her wallet uh, an NFT. It's, it's essentially uh, not to get too deep into it. It's, it's like what, what uh, like the backbone of NFT technology. Like when you're thinking of NFTs, you're, you're thinking of, uh, smart contracts and that's that's the technology behind it so when people talk about like oh like nfts this isn't going anywhere it's like no the technology behind nfts is what the real beauty is you know it's like this technology the smart contract technology not to get too deep into it but it's it's going to take over a lot of different industries absolutely and so they're pretty much just like the programs used to execute um, NFTs, the agreements on it or what it's supposed to do. Like a smart contract will tell you this wallet can mint this NFT or a smart contract will tell you this, um, NFT collection has 10,000 pieces and so, so, so can mint at a certain time. It's just like, it, it varies. Like a, a smart contract can do so many things. Um, if when I first got into NFTs, I used to think a smart contract was like a written contract. <laughs> <laughs> like you know the ones you give your lawyer but no there's just this code it's um yeah. the program and code um right that is written the, by developers as well so right and the cool thing is like you know i, I know gary b has a video about this where he says you know for just for example 
the beauty of a smart contract is you can you can write in royalties. So if you're producing an NFT and you want to get royalties off of your art every single time some it exchanges hands, you write that into the smart contract. And for the entire time that that NFT exists, uh, you're going to be getting royalties every single time somebody sells your art, which is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. All right. Next word is seed phrase. Seed phrase has a lot of different um, words that you can use either seed phrase, recovery phrase, or private keys, but we mostly use the word seed phrase. Um, and then the seed phrase are your, sometimes they're 12 um, words. Sometimes they're more than 12, depending on the wallet. I think some Solana wallets have like 24. Um, Tezos, I think either 12 or 24 or 16 or something, but they're just random words that you use to recover or sign into your wallet. Your seed phrase is like your password. You don't want to give it, no, 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 I wouldn't call it a password because some wallets require a password too. Your seed phrase is like your secret pin, right? And you don't want to give it to anybody. You don't want anybody that you don't want having access to your wallet, having access to your seed phrase. Because when somebody gets their hands on your seed phrase, they get access to your crypto and they get access to your NFTs and they can easily transfer your crypto and your NFTs out of your wallet onto another wallet and boom, kaboom, that's it, gun. You don't want that. <laughs> so you always got to protect your seed phrase. Don't store it on a computer, write it down, write it in 10 places if you have to. Get a, <laughs> we say that, get a, um, a fireproof safe and put your seed phrase in yeah. there. I mean, why not? Especially if you have a lot of NFTs that are valuable or a lot of cryptocurrency. Like imagine somebody, I'll give you an example. There was somebody, I can't remember how much it was. They had like millions of dollars in, I think it was Bitcoin and they couldn't remember their seed phrase. So millions of dollars gone because they couldn't remember their seed phrase. Um, so you don't yeah. want that to be your story. So always protect your no. seed phrase. Um, the next word is Solana. Um, I'm a fan of Solana because I do have art on Solana and I think Solana is a good alternative to, I don't, I wouldn't even call it an alternative. Solana is another, um, altcoin. It's its own blockchain. It has its own blockchain and it's its own cryptocurrency. You can buy and exchange NFTs on Solana. Um, but yeah, so Solana is just like Ethereum, kind of like dollar, yen, same function, but different value, I guess. Solana right now, I think it's in the hundreds range. ETH is in the 2000s range. So that's just part, pretty much one of the differences. Um, we're not going to get into decentralization or centralization, but what Solana is, is just another cryptocurrency. All right. So next word is sir, S-E-R. I'm not sure what that was. <laughs> ah, gotcha there. I, okay, I got it. I got it. So sir is pretty much an NFT Twitter term. Like, because um, you could be on Twitter and you could interact with somebody with a PFP of a frog. You're not sure if this person is a female, male, you know, whatever. You don't know what they are. So, sir is like 
neutral, S-E-R. Instead of saying sir, ah. sir is like just neutral. It's like NFT, everybody in the metaverse is a sir, regardless wow. of who you are. So that's what sir I like is. that. <laughs> I like that. And I, I wish I knew that earlier because a lot of the times I'll be like, I'll refer to people, you know, uh, I'll be like, hey, sir, ma'am, or, you know, and they'll <laughs> hey, usually bro. get offended. Everybody's like, hey, a bro, bro to me. To me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, bro like, usually, hey, bro. yeah, can be safe. But if I'll, if I'll give, like, you know, both, uh, like, genders, uh, then sometimes people will be like, I'm actually this, so it's, or I'm a man, or something. Yeah, and it's, like, hard well, know. <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard like, to tell I, sometimes. Yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes on NFT because they're not using their real identity or their real exactly. picture to, um, you know, they're not using their real picture. So it's kind of, can be hard to tell. I don't want to assume, you know. Exactly. So you just, sir. Hello, sir. Or friend. You can use sir. You can use friend. Uh, okay. All right. So the next word, we're almost, we are really, really, I mean, you know what, Butter, thank you for joining me and pat yourself on the back because literally it's a, it's a, list and i hope we have most of it covered because there's so many words in nfts and crypto i just had to bring the most important ones that you're most likely going to run across often but um yeah. we have really really tried so pat yourself on the back please please thank you please, please. i can hear it i'm, I'm doing it <laughs> yes and if you're still listening pat yourself on the back too because it's been whew. <laughs> But we're almost we're almost there. We're at S. Yay. We're almost Yay. at the end. And we're almost at that one word that I said I was going to give at the end of the show that you have to know in order to even be in the NFT space. Oh, even, so like if you don't know so this word, just 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 delete anything NFT. Delete it. Delete it. You just go. <laughs> not going to make it. Not going to make it. <laughs> All right. So the next word is shilling. Um you know, this shilling thing, <laughs> some people hate the word so much, but it's a common terminology yeah. used in NFT Twitter to um, describe the art of <laughs> marketing your products or your NFTs or telling people about your NFTs. And when you look at the real dictionary term um, of shilling, it's not really pleasant. Um so, but in NFTs, when you say, oh, show me your work, that means show me your work, or I'm shilling my work. That means, oh, I'm telling people about my work or I'm marketing my work. I think we're going to have to find a better terminolo terminology eventually um, besides shilling, because in the real world, it has a negative um kind of pushing. Does it really? I didn't it know does. that. I'll have to look it up. You know, I think shilling in that. the it's shilling in the real word. Um, real word. <laughs> yeah, this is how you know we've been here a while when I start saying yeah. real word. <laughs> word and word and word word and word. Um, so shilling <laughs> in the real world. <laughs> I in I R L. It's right. like, you know, when you're like a swindler, you know, like you're trying to, um, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, it, it, it has, it can be good and it can be bad, but it also can yeah. be the fact that it can be bad is probably the reason it's like, ah, you know, um, but yeah, yeah, so it could mean like a swindler or somebody that tries to sell you something like, you know, somebody like scalper, 
<laughs> you know, somebody that's right. like, hey, you want to buy the tickets? <laughs> in essence, when you come to the NFT community, it almost feels like that, right? Like everybody's like, you walk in and you say, yeah. um, GM or CM, hey, you want to buy the tickets? <laughs> um, you want to buy these <laughs> NFTs? <laughs> I'm like, Rose almost feels like that sometimes you want to buy these nfts <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, so. it's that's the thing is like we we experience a lot of people trying to tell us about their project and i think some people at this point are fatigued but it's also like you know you got to remember when you were there when i first came into the nft space and i had a project i wanted to tell people about uh you had to learn the appropriate way to show um because you can really rub people the wrong way and do yourself and your project a disservice by just kind of uh, being super abrasive or, uh, you know, shilling your project in a way that is just like, uh, it, that is just, yeah, abrasive. And, um, <laughs> like, you, you have to do it in, in a certain way. In a certain for way. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I, I think shilling as well comes from crypto. Um, when you're trying to um, promote your crypto coin or advertise your uh, crypto coin, and it was um, adapted or adopted by the NFT community. Because, oh, like I said, NFT crypto hand in hand, right? Um, yep. So, yeah, shilling, good and bad. <laughs> so, yeah. we're just going to say marketing for, you know, showing. Yeah. <laughs> displaying <laughs> yeah all right so next word is secondary um i think we we talked about secondary um in some of the previous descriptions so i'll just go over it really really quickly secondary means when you there's primary and there's secondary so the primary market is the price that the artists list their stuff for right so let's say i have some of my photography and i list it for one eat that's in the primary market, that's how much you can buy in primary. So let's say you buy my one ETH um, um, NFT, and then you relist it or re try to resell it for two ETH, then that's the secondary market. So secondary pretty much means a secondary person listing the NFTs for sale. Did I get that right, Buttered? Oh, that was perfect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I just I just had to take a bow. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so the next word, <laughs> the next word is token, and we're almost we're almost there. I, I think I, I'm gonna pause and do push up. <laughs> <laughs> Get the blood flowing. Oh God, stretch my neck. <laughs> the next word is token. Um, so, I can take that, or do you want to take it? Yeah, yeah, no, please, please. All right. So a token is pretty much just a unit of a thing. Like your NFT is a token um, and it can be attached to an artwork. It could be attached to whatever it is you're purchasing on the blockchain. So that thing you're purchasing on the blockchain, blockchain, you get a token for. And that's what a token is. So your NFT is a token. I hope that was clear. All right. Very clear. Yeah. Awesome. So another one of my favorite ones, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you take that one too. This is the way, this is the way, this is how we do things. This is, 
it probably coined from the Mandalorian, you know, and they say, this is the way. Right. So, yeah. So in NFTs, when somebody says, this is the way, like if I say something like, um, around here, we say CM, right? And then Buttered comes in and goes, this is the way. That's how we do yeah. it. <laughs> so this that is happens the all the time. Huh? So that exact scenario happens all the time. Exactly. It happens all the that time. That is the way. This is the way. CM is the way. <laughs> All right. So next word is text hash, and that's TX hash. Um, and it's just the transaction hash or the transaction ID of your um, transaction on the blockchain. So it's just um, a bunch of alpha numeric, alpha numeric characters that are used to identify a transaction on the blockchain. So whenever your transaction, you make a transaction on the blockchain, you get like these, a bunch of characters. It could be A, B, C, one, two, whatever, right? And that is the transaction um, hash for your transaction on the blockchain. And you can refer back to that transaction hash to see, oh, this is what I did. This is how much gas I paid. This is the time that it was made. Um, so that's what it is, the transaction ID for a transaction on the blockchain. Next word, wag me, wag me, wag me. Not wag, wag me like wag me, but wag me. <laughs> W-A-G-M-I. Wag me. Wag me. Yeah, and this is, this is uh, the opposite of uh, not going to make it, N-G-M-I. Uh, and wag me is we're all going to make it. Yes. So that that usually refers to the fact that we're so early in the NFT space that we don't have to resort to any sort of like negativity or scarcity mindset towards each other because, you know, we should all be positive. We're all going to make it. We're in this super early 0.01% of people are into NFTs and the value of these things are so high uh, that, you know, just imagine when the adoption starts to increase when people, when all the normies start to realize uh, the value of this technology. Um, <laughs> we're all going to make it. Yeah, all the normies are coming. The normies need to join us. Oh, yeah. We will welcome you with open arms because we want more normies then. <laughs> is there an opposite for normies? I guess DGEN, right? Okay, or, yeah. Or ape. Okay. You know, I see a lot of people in the NFT um, community go, I'm not a D-Gen. I think more D-Gens are on Solana than on ETH. Um, like Solana people are like proudly D-Gens. They're like, I'm a D-Gen. I don't care. <laughs> and so ETH fun. people are like, I'm not a D-Gen. I'm just classy. Okay? I just trade NFTs and I like have so high-class JPEGs. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> we're, I hope I'm not like that. I, I admit my degeneracy. See, this is why we love the NFT community. We're we're fun. We're fun. We're awesome people. Um, so wag me is we're all gonna make it. And if you're listening right now, wag me to you. Oh we're yeah, gonna make it. All right. Next Definitely. word is another one I like. <laughs> so you know why I like this word so much? I have a friend of mine. <laughs> so he has this <laughs> it's so funny he has this nft and it's a really good one um and the value has kind of you know stayed consistent 
so we were having a conversation one day and he was seeing like other NFTs kind of mooning. And the next thing he says to me is, when moon, when moon? <laughs> I might remember that conversation. I just started laughing so hard because it was just so random. So when moon is like, when is my NFT going to, you know, moon, right? Um, we expect that whatever we invest in goes up. Same with crypto. If you invest in cryptocurrency, you're expecting it to go up. And that's why you're investing in it, right? Um, the value to go up. So when moon is, when is the value of my NFT going to moon and go up? You never want your NFT to tank. <laughs> you want it to moon, go to the moon. We're all going to the moon. We're going to join Elon Musk and go to the moon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> next word and we're almost there oh gosh so close. <laughs> so close so close next word is wallet simple word <laughs> yes this um well, i guess this refers to you know your your hot or cold wallets um so you know depending you know like like we've touched on previously there's different levels of security that come uh, with having like a cold wallet as compared to a hot wallet. So if your your hot wallet is live, you got to be really careful, you know, about the way you're navigating because uh, these hackers and these scammers are getting really, really smart. I don't know if you've seen the 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 market cap of being a scammer, but it's like they they've made billions and billions of dollars, like fourteen billion dollars or something like that, off of you know scamming and a lot of the time it's a socially engineered scam. So you got to be very careful with your wallets. Uh, be really smart. Listen to Tony. She knows how to, you know, <laughs> keep, keep your assets safe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, wallets is safe. like MetaMask. I know MetaMask. I don't, um, Solana, if you're, if you're using Solana, um, you have to have a phantom wallet. Yeah. Phantom or Soulflare. I use Soulflare for Solana. Soulflare. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Or phantom is fine for, um, for and um ethereum metamask um i think some people use trust some people use coinbase wallet not coinbase yeah. the app pro because there's coinbase and then there's coinbase wallet so some people use coinbase right. some people use trust so there are a lot of wallets out there um that you can use i think the most popular wallet is metamask for ETH, and for solana i think phantom but i prefer software so it just really all, all right. depends um, on your preference. And that brings us to the almost the last word. All right. So <clears throat> <laughs> almost the last word, because we still have that one word. So here's what I'm going to ask you, um, Buttered. For me to drop that last word, the one everybody must know, <laughs> Everybody has to know, or they cannot do NFTs. Like literally, you can't. Should I drop it after this word, or should I drop it after my closing? Let's word? let's keep them guessing so they can't skip to the to the end. <laughs> oh, I hate doing this thing like this. See, Butter said I should do y'all like this. I didn't want to. So yes, I will drop the. I'm gonna close out the. Um, podcast and i'm gonna drop the word after my bye <laughs> so suspense that one word you have to know is coming all right so before we get to that one word 
The next word is wallet address. All right, wallet address. This is this is really important. Um, and I think this is something that sometimes can be discouraging for people learning cryptocurrency because your your wallet address is something you really want to make sure you get down correctly, especially when you're transferring uh, NFTs or cryptocurrency. So previously, you know how we mentioned uh, you need to go to an exchange like a Coinbase where you buy cryptocurrency, right? So you have your cryptocurrency purchased on Coinbase. Now you want to purchase an NFT, but you can only do that through your MetaMask wallet. So you need to take your Ethereum from Coinbase and transfer it to your MetaMask wallet address. Now, each currency in your MetaMask wallet address has its own address. So you got to make sure you go to your wallet, you copy and paste the Ethereum address, you go to Coinbase, you paste in the correct address to transfer your, your cryptocurrency to your MetaMask wallet. Um, and so what happens sometimes is people accidentally put in the wrong address uh, and then they send their cryptocurrency somewhere else to never be seen again. There you go. There you have it. So your wallet address is your, the, and sometimes their numbers, um, they're also alphanumeric. Um, right. Bunch of numbers that you have to copy correctly to send funds or NFTs between wallets. And sometimes like, let's say you have an ENS address you can buy like something short, like your name dot, um, eat, and you can use that in place of your wallet address and it will automatically load your wallet address for you or transfer, um, funds to that your name dot e but it has to be purchased with that wallet that you're going to be using so you can't purchase your name dot e and then transfer try to transfer to another wallet it's going to go to where you purchase your name dot e okay or where that your name dot e is being held if that makes any sense i think it does all right so that is it for today's episode with the exception of that one word. <laughs> I, like, I love this. I love this. I love the suspense. <laughs> anticipation. I know. And you know, I want to start doing this. Um, I know there's some of my listeners that don't have NFTs yet. Um, I was going to, I was thinking of maybe you should do it in this episode, but I'll wait um, to organize it a little better because I have to figure out how they're going to get the NFT in the first place. Um, and how they're going to get their wallet across. Once I have like something in place, then I will let everyone know um, how to give out NFTs or even priority list spots on the show. If you're listening and you want to get into NFTs, I would love to give you your first NFT. That would be so much fun. All right. So um, that is it for today's episode with exception of that one word that I will be giving after my closing, I said my closing argument. <laughs> We're in a court of law now. <laughs> and thank you so much, Buttered, for coming. Um, you can find Buttered on Twitter at Buttered Toast or Grand Bazaar Palaces. You've been such an awesome soul. I'm sure like NFT talk show. Thank you. Are... It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like usual. We enjoy having you on the show a lot. Love being here. Thank and you. we look forward to bringing you back again. Same here. To help us out. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Woo!
yeah, my glass of water is almost done. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my second LaCroix. <laughs> All right, great. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you for everyone listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And most importantly, we need the reviews. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to drop a review. Let us know how much you enjoy the show. Give us five stars. That helps us grow. And like I said, I will catch you on the blockchain and the word. <laughs> I feel such a, such a meanie doing this. The word that you must know, the one word we have not covered that you must know in NFTs and the meaning of is NFT, non-fungible nice. token. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what a non-fungible token is right now, NGMI. <laughs> not gonna Very lie. true. All right, that is it for today's episode. Bye.